So we're skipping it. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. So basically, this guy, he's some dude named Caleb from New York who works at a, a furniture place Just called Just some West dude? Elm. Yeah, literally some dude. He, okay. He wasn't a public figure before any of this. Nobody knew anything about him. Basically, this guy was just a fuckboy in New York who like slept around or dated a lot of women or something. Oh, dude, that's got to be super hard in New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With all those people, it's like no one to find. Um, but like he, he apparently like some girl posted a story on TikTok and she was talking about this date that she had with this dude. And then another girl was like, wait, hang on. I think I also dated that guy. And like they realized that there oh. like he was going on dates with the woman with women, like sleeping with them. And then like they would he would meet up with another girl like the day after or something. What a Which, Chad. Like, what I a, mean, what a real specimen yeah. <laughs> right there. <laughs> he's like casually he's casually dating. That's not really like a crazy deal yeah, or anything. No. You know, it's not like he's cheating on these women or like leading them on, I don't think. Except for the syphilis. <laughs> yeah. He's just spreading to as many people as possible. But you like, know, that's like, oh, not to interrupt no, you, but you know, that's like a kink, like disease catching and stuff. Yeah, yeah bug catching. We've, we've definitely oh, talked about Oh, yeah, about we, we probably yeah. have. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I wonder if bug giving is as well. I'm going to give you fucking everything in the book. <laughs> this is the best timeline for it then with COVID. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is like, I have COVID. Hey, baby, oh, COVID. Cough in their mouth while you're fucking. <laughs> oh, my <them>. God. <laughs> well, you have sex with somebody and you're like, yeah, I have COVID. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Come right into their face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right after you say it. Too. <laughs> but anyway, he, um, so like people were talking about him and they were talking about how he was like love bombing them and then ghosting them after like one date or something. And what love bombing is, is like when you're in like an actual relationship you know, you like shower someone with affection and then like you pull back like a lot. Like that's what like love bombing is, mm -hmm. you know? And so like it, when you're not in a relationship, you Pretty know, it's weird. not real. Well, no, it's not even that it's weird. Like you, there's like receipts that people have shown and it's just like him talking about like, oh, I might catch feelings or something like that. Like uh, it, a lot of it was oh, so it's not like, it's not like no, actually love yeah, bombing. Exactly. Okay. He's not like actually doing it. It's just that like, that's what they're claiming it is. And, um, and it, it just got like really insane to a point where people are literally like doxing him. And <laughs> this poor man. And, yeah. And so like he works at this place called West Elm. I'm participating in the doxing myself, but it's <laughs> it's like what literally everyone. His name is about. West Elm Cal yeah, Caleb. That, that's that's his first about. name. West Elm. <laughs> <laughs> he's doxing and, himself. And now even like brands are capitalizing on it on TikTok. What? Yeah, they're oh, saying because like he's like a, a furniture maker or some shit mm -hmm. and some other furniture website thing was like these rugs weren't made by West Elm Caleb oh my by God. now or some shit. It was so weird. That's actually really fucked yeah, up. It's really fucked up. The fact that brands are participating in essentially doxing a person's yeah. information. Well, like, can he sue for that? Well, they're not participating in the doxing, but they're just kind of... They're spreading they're, the information around. Well, the West... Yeah, I guess. But I mean, like... They're the, essentially perpetrating like well the then are chaos. we are we participating in doxing? yes we 100 yeah. are fair enough that is without a doubt well what we're doing shout out caleb <laughs> <laughs> shout out caleb we love you You're shout out west elm caleb yeah um we accept your love bombing <laughs> i'm not i'm but, not saying that personally you know i mean the thing is i agree with doxing the man but like what did he really do i don't that's think he did thing. anything it's, I, that's what i that's what i that's why i brought it up yeah 
It's the same thing with gaslighting a while ago, where like it was a term that was brought yeah, up everyone for a legitimate it, yeah. manipulation tactic just to be aware of it. But now it's like with love bombing, it's kind of the same route where people yeah. are hyper aware of it now that it's like the littlest, uh, they I guess, evidence, yeah, yeah, the littlest piece of evidence for it is now a huge red flag suddenly. Yeah. Now, instead of being fuckboys, you're going to be West Elm Caleb's. Oh my <laughs> God, dude. If that be, catches yo, what's on, up, Caleb? So <laughs> I would feel so bad for Caleb. Like it, uh, it's like his full street address too. <laughs> that's the title. <laughs> I'm not a fuck a boy. I'm a. I'm 1238 uh, 19th Street, New York. <laughs> it's a West social security Caleb. number. <laughs> Addresses in New York must be fucking toxic. They're all probably just numbers. I think they're the same yeah. thing uh, like how we have here where it's just like named streets of numbers and everything. Oh, it's bad. What do you know? <laughs> Something else to point out about that story too is how predatory a lot of branding is nowadays, especially yeah. with social media. It's They'll like social media before was just like, try our new product. And it's like, oh, okay. But now it's like they're hyper aware of all these different trends going on, especially on Twitter and mm -hmm. Instagram and TikTok where they're, they're catching on to these things and then force feeding you the same fucking yeah. joke. There are literal meme bloodhounds in their PR team that just go out yeah, there true. and like they hire these 12 year olds that have, <laughs> have supreme like knowledge of deep fried beans and <laughs> <laughs> they just go out there and they're like, I have to make a post about. What's the How first joke I see? <laughs> I have to somehow make an NFT joke. I have to make oh a, a God, funky yeah. ape. Uh, <laughs> and then post it online. Like a literal 14-year-old running the social media yeah. of Coca-Cola. <laughs> I, you know, those, it's like one of the main pop, this main staple NFTs, but that dumb fucking monkey. The, uh, the Bored Apes. Yeah, the Bored yeah. Apes. All, every single one of those, I feel like I could find on those, uh, like those character generators where you like put yeah. the slider <laughs> shit. Well, the thing is, it is quite literally a character generator. It's algorithmically created by like, a, uh, I guess an algorithm, like a program is making these saying like, is all right, really? this goes here. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of artistry going into mm -hmm. it just yeah, because like they create the original yeah, assets. Yeah, they create the assets. Yeah. Well, they create assets and then just apply them to, there's probably like, I don't know, 20 different kinds of, mm -hmm. I don't know, bandanas or hats or like right, these yeah. kind of eyes or this smile. And it's like, they'll just mix and match them all to different kinds of combinations of these assets. Yo, my blood versus Crip NFT monkey just <laughs> sold. Oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah, my, my gang warfare board ape. <laughs> my gang warfare board ape. <laughs> my Syrian war crime board ape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My drone strike. <laughs> My NFT drone strike. Yeah, I actually got the NFT of Osama bin Laden's dead body footage. <laughs> I actually own Al-Qaeda on the blockchain, of course. I'm going to, yeah, I turned Al-Qaeda into an NFT. Did you guys, okay, so Twitter recently came out with an update that allows NFT users to, uh, yeah, I saw that. like, I don't, I don't know. Why are, why are we... Why is everyone pandering to NFTs? I don't know. Point? It's such it's a it's money. Like I know. mean, yeah, I guess so. But holy shit, you just lay put slap. Say that you can make money off of anything, and then they're just like drones of peons just go yeah. at it. The problem with it is it's privatizing something that is already so widely available. And it's, it's up to the people who participate in it to understand that it's valuable. 
but the general public, first of all, doesn't like the art because it's not good art. Mm -hmm. And doesn't give a shit. Yeah, they, no one gives a <laughs> yeah. shit. So it's like within the community, it's worth a lot of money, but everywhere else, it's like nobody cares. It's yeah. a lot, you know, it's kind of similar to like the furry fandom where it's just they have a bunch of money and then they spend all this money on these elaborate fursuits that they somehow have money for. I mean, I feel like it's the like fursuits are more artistic <laughs> yeah, than no, NFTs. No, no, there is a hundred percent, a trillion percent more Why do we keep talking about furries? How does, how does this come to be? Because they're just like a rich, like closed gated community in there. Yeah. Welcome to the Thought Podcast. <laughs> I'm Anthony. I'm, I'm Anthony. Alex. No. I'm Anthony. No. I'm Anthony. <laughs> oh, so last was, thing. Wait, I just wanted to say something about the NFT thing. Um, I don't really like. I don't care for NFTs. Like, I don't. I'm not gonna buy one. I'm not like interested in them really. I'm but like, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with it because it's like the same idea as CS:GO skins. Like CS:GO skins are literally NFTs. Like uh, they're they're non fungible items that exist in your inventory, right? There's like a specific hash that like it, it exists on the market and uh, you know it, like coincides with something in your mm -hmm. inventory. You know what I mean? So like, like RuneScape Gold is f a fucking NFT, right? Because then uh, it's I, just like well, I I I know that Valve specifically uses like NFT like technology, like okay. actually for skins. I don't know if other I'm other just companies saying might that, do that. Like by extension, this yeah. digital item has monetary, yeah. like real. So because any, like what is value? Yeah, you know what I mean? Okay. How is value created? Shut it, up. It, let's. Move on. <laughs> well, no, that's you know that's reality. You know, there's like you've made me infinitely more mad at playing video games. <laughs> Well, just, You've ruined my pastime. Any, any collectible item that exists that can be sold on a market, you know, all the value Steam is. Steam trading cards arbitrary. are NFT. Yeah, Fuck, they, are. they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, the thing is, you can. And still actually, make they this. literally are. They're just fucking artwork shit. You can make the same Speaking complaints badges. about those too. Like when yeah. uh, when CS:GO skins were like the huge big thing for CS:GO when it mm -hmm. was you know as big as it was, it's like you know, knives were hundreds and hundreds of dollars, sometimes even thousands, tens of thousands. Yeah. Sometimes I think even what well, did it? A one to, billion uh, dollar knife. Do you know? I'd maybe for like a dragon lore or uh, something. No, but, that was like a, a thousand, I think. Was it? But, um, yeah, like the, I would criticize them in the same way. Cause I was never really into yeah. CSGO as much as I guess you guys were, or the general public was during that time. So, you, I mean, you were loser. <laughs> I mean, you were paying money for NFTs. What no, are you talking I wasn't. about? <laughs> I was free to play shit. But no, like, actually, I bought the game, but that's it. Well, yeah. I think it's like criticizing it for what, though? Because it's like, it's any collectible thing. Like, would you criticize someone who like buys like collectible baseball cards? Well, yes. I'm criticizing I'm I'm criticize the it. fun out yeah. of it. Like, holy shit, you guys are fucking weirdos. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just, it's I'd a niche community them. that if someone came in. up to me in class or like, Hey, I buy baseball cards. <laughs> I fucking bully the shit out of them. <laughs> baseball cards are cool. I don't collect any, but it's like, I understand oh, the no, idea. They're like Pokemon things. cards. Even. <laughs> I'd so bully <laughs> them. So yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> fucking losers. <laughs> you just want to bully people. Yeah, I do. That is true. <laughs> is that why you keep bringing up furries? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easy targets. No, actually, I'm just in denial, probably. <laughs> you, you know when you like kink shame so much that it becomes your kink? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be a furry soon. <laughs> I give it like three weeks top. You walk, you come into the podcast, you're like, oh, I'm here. I go <laughs> to the door and you're yeah, in a full fursuit. Yeah, you're actually, like, hey. uh, I, I'm not wearing my fursuit today, but I am wearing my uh, my detachable uh, dog dong. 
<laughs> I am wearing my adult diaper. The dog dong and the the butt plug tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. God. I feel like we have the same five jokes. <laughs> I know. It's so sad. Oh, uh, How the fuck have we been doing this for three, two, three years? Three How long episodes. We? Yeah, three episodes. <laughs> well, in the beginning, it was like three episodes a year. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Now we actually have a schedule. Oh, I was going to mention this earlier, but uh, the Twitter came out with the update that allows people to like connect to their... Um, like all their NFT collections yeah, their and NFT stuff. NFT wallet or whatever. Yeah, so they can actually uh, claim that they have ownership of the NFT to Twitter and then they'll... octagon. Or it's a hexagon. <laughs> but they, there was an error. I think it is. No, I don't know what it is. I think it's no, a I hexagon. No yeah. Um, but there was an error in the code and it, you could just take a screenshot of it, make like a an NFT of it yourself, just like a copy yeah, oh, of it, yeah. and then you could just upload it. So yeah. it's, it really has no purpose. And I think that's so fucking funny. You know what we yeah. should do? We should take a take a bored ape and then f- edit the null thought uh, icon onto the head. We could uh, just mint our own. Yeah, we could just make our picture. own NFT. Yeah, let's just we'll do get it. Hate for like, that. <laughs> we would totally get hate for it, but I think it'd be hilarious. They'll be like hexagon in the, in the comments. <laughs> yeah, after the, talking shit on NFTs and like all the podcasts, we're it, like. Hey guys, we're coming out with the new Null Thought NFT. Yeah. yeah. The NFNT NFT. Board Thought. Board, <laughs> board it's just a Ape. picture of our faces close up. <laughs> All of us doing the. the uh, doing to it to him. Those are our chin. Like. <laughs> yeah, so that way we fit in the crop. Like, yeah. Oh. I don't yo, think did the you I see this. Oh, yeah, your elbow. Oh, what'd you do to it? Yeah, I, I, went, out, uh, I went out snowboarding oh, and. Yeah. Uh, Dumb fucking ape brain decided that when you're <laughs> my bored ape brain, <laughs> my bored my bored ape NFT brain decided that when you're falling, put your arms out to stop your fall, and doing that uh, pushed in my fucking uh, my arm, and oh, it's just okay. been impossible to move my left arm for like the past week now. Jeez, and. It's been super frustrating. I've wanted to like cut off my arm, kill myself, just (laughs) I didn't realize how much I relied on like my left arm to do a bunch of just menial shit. Like I prefer driving with my left arm as like my main hand and I support with my right. So just sitting there trying to make a full fucking turn. (laughs) Shit's fucking disgusting. I'm so mad. You sprained It, it, right? Yeah. Did and you did you go to the doctors? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be he would put he would be put in debt. Yeah, maybe. He could buy an NFT with that money. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me what what's better, my health or this bored ape that I true, got? True, true. I keep seeing ads for like Lucky Goats, I think it is, on Twitter. And it's literally the same shit. Oh, it's, it's the fu- fucking Dogecoin of NFTs. Dude. What? They're, I mean, they're, it's just so many copies of it, too, where people are just trying to bank in. I mean, the Bored Ape idea is like a cool idea. Yeah. No, but- it's not. Don't give it that much credit. <laughs> I, think, I mean, it's... No, shut it's, your I think, it, it, I think the way that it's like, like the character creation thing could be cool, but like the... The NFT technology, just like the way that you can just like mint just new shit off of old shit, like it kind of fucks with it. I think it, it makes it it gives it like a severe like lack of legitimacy to a lot of people because there is yeah. nothing enforced about it. It's yeah. just like a trust system. Well, yeah, you that, can't have a trust system in like this super ironic mm. meme culture that you've created it in. <laughs> the problem with it is it's it's trying to perpetrate itself as art. And when you posture yourself as art, you have to understand that art has a level of, I guess, unreplicability. 
you can't re- you can't replace this art because the artist so like an oil painting or something mm-hmm. if someone draws or uh, if someone paints a painting of an orange and it's a really hyper realistic orange or something like that um, and then you know the another artist is not going to be able to recreate that painting that which gives value to that one painting and with the digital images when you could just right click it there's no point in having this kind of uh, you know, monetary or I guess value at all tied to it. It doesn't really make yeah. sense as an art piece, which is why, you know, every picture on the internet innately doesn't have value because you can always just find it again or like just save it. Yeah, but I think because I think NFTs had a lot of promise to be good for artists. Yeah, as a, as a, bring that as a way to make money and actually like legitimately sell their art and it be mm-hmm. like a, di- a digital piece that you could own. Um, but the, the problem is like, there already is a huge lack of accountability on the internet for digital artists, you know, like yeah. the, cause like if they put something out on Twitter, you know, like a, f- a thousand people will just like make it their fucking banner or something mm-hmm. and like yeah. we'll credit them or they'll just repost it as their own shit. You know, like they'll just do that kind of shit all the time. If you're an NSFW artist, you all of your shit will be compiled, labeled and put yeah. onto e-hentai galleries <laughs> or like a hyper specific subreddit yeah. no yeah. i'm just, just like if you want well, to find an nsf yeah if you want to find if you want to find an nsfw artist uh all their stuff go on e-hentai galleries uh usually <laughs> has all their stuff i mean here's That's the enough thing a, talk. <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of artists uh I, that I follow on Twitter, they ended up going down the NFT route. And yeah. I have like a mixed feeling about the way some of them do it. Because they do follow the NFT route where it's like, oh, it's a commission for one person that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what the person does with that NFT is up to them. When you assign a monetary value to it, it's just like, well, I paid for this art. Now it's mine. It's like a collectible, I suppose. And mm-hmm. that makes sense. But also, I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's it's the same thing too because it's like, why? What's stopping you from just saving it? Yeah. Like, otherwise, because uh, well, the, physical artists too also make a lot of certain prints of something because mm-hmm. it makes more money if you have like ten copies of it. So they make a painting or they make some kind of art. They make multiple prints of it. Do um, NFTs account for more than one copy of something to exist, or is it literally just a one to one? Well, they there's like a specific hash that like relates to like if there's like an original image that is minted into an NFT, mm-hmm. like that single image, it will never. Oh, so like, it's legitimately yeah. like it's baseball it's cards its where thing. it has yeah. its own like this it has is like, like a serial number, number sixteen yeah. and set yeah exactly. forty five. Like, that's why like it, like when you if you were to you know like right click save and then mint a new one it, it'd be a different thing you yeah, know it'd and, have and a different it, ID and it, and it probably wouldn't be as legitimized like in an NFT market because you're not like a you're not an actual seller of it I'm going know? to make NFTs of QR codes that lead directly <laughs> to my PayPal <laughs> <laughs> just ransomware <laughs> just give me money brand new ransomware NFT <laughs> another big news of tech and digital landscapes uh, Microsoft just bought Activision Blizzard it's only NPR. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I did see that. Uh, see, I also have mixed feelings about that because yeah. Microsoft just has bought up a bunch of like. I'm happy m- that Activision fucking <laughs> companies. Yeah, I'm happy that Activision has new management because Activision Blizzard was previously dog shit in the way that they actually did shit. 
So and Microsoft yeah, well, is like an sued? okay company. Didn't but Activision get sued? Probably. Or, no, that was Blizzard. Yeah. Or it was Activision Blizzard. It was right? probably was yeah. It was probably yeah. both of them yeah. on separate occasions, <laughs> and then they merged and then got sued together. Yeah, probably. Here's the thing: the re- after Microsoft bought up all these companies, I mean. It, AAA game titles going up to 70 bucks. I don't trust Microsoft having all these IPs. The idea of like this oligopoly is leading to a monopoly. But I mean, Mm -hmm. the the way that the American economy works is it prevents uh, monopolies, but doesn't give a shit about oligopoly. So if Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo decide, hey, since we are pretty much the only companies now making worthwhile games, we'll just fucking, we'll start making games $120 because no one, it's like, what are you going to do? Not buy our games? Yeah, all of a sudden, Gaben walks in. (laughs) (laughs) He comes in wide wide Gaben. Yeah, that was like the only game company that I, I truly trust now because Nintendo doesn't give a shit about their consumer base. Microsoft is too big right now. Valve doesn't release shit anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, they're working well, they on did too Alex, many. Half-Life they Alex. did. Yeah, for their first game in like forty billion dog years, and it was like, <laughs> forty billion dog. But it was like a really good game. Yeah, you know, I, I loved it. But Alex is right. It's like the one game yeah. that came out that wasn't a card game. Well, like. To be fair, though, if they were to release like, you know, Half-Life 3 or like they made it like a franchise. At this point, I don't give a shit about Half-Life 3, man. What are you thinking about? I just just want them to make games. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Do something. You have all these these workers that are they're just sitting they there. They're still like, there from like fucking your old 1980 <laughs> fucking well, run. Aren't they just they doing, have a lot of new people. Aren't too. they just doing Dota shit? Isn't that what they're focused on? Who gives on? a fuck? I mean, I mean Dota's... More games. No, I, I agree <laughs> with you, but I'm just saying, aren't all the devs focused on Dota right now? They're focused on a lot of stuff. They're mostly focused on, you know, the the index and like what they can do with VR. They're focused oh, yeah. on technology and hardware and they don't have a lot of focus on the software, which means mm-hmm. games aren't a huge focus for yeah, them anymore. And so far, they're one out of like, what, four hardware things that they've made? Or three out of four, their hardware shit flopped. The fucking... Well, the, the Vive wasn't bad. The Vive? Wait, yeah. that's, they not, went, that's not Valve Steam. didn't make that. No. I'm pretty sure they had a hand in it. That's HTC. Uh, it was a HTC vibe. They might have... Like, I'm pretty done, sure they had a hand in may, it. It's maybe. not... I don't know. The index is theirs, but I'm yeah. almost certain that Valve played had a role in development. In HTC vibe, yeah. Okay. okay. But still, you have like the, the fucking the Steam Deck, their dumb fucking... Yeah, the, the controller. Yeah. Big picture <laughs> mode is such a success. Everyone knows. Tyler uh, yeah. used it for Tyler's a while. My, dumb for my, brother, <laughs> my brother uses it because he uses his computer like a PlayStation, basically. I see the point of it, yeah. but it's the controller is just not that great. And well, you can do it with a regular Yeah, controller. I feel like yeah. console players enjoy big picture mode on Steam. Yeah, yeah if probably. you have like a... Which makes sense because... Yeah. That's what it's made for. Yeah. It, yeah, it's made for people who have like another computer as like their game console. Like yeah. they put it in the living room and it's it's like a uh like a state like a xbox or playstation mm-hmm. that's Go turn on the living there. room pc yeah like the whole idea of the the steam box or whatever yeah that, that was kind of a, oh yeah a, a thing for a while the steam link or whatever yeah. the fuck it was called same thing that yeah. only that, that that just streamed from your computer to the well, tv right there were i'm pretty sure there were like actual steam boxes that had like some kind of uh like linux based os that had like a steam skin on yeah it or probably oh my god you know i think that exists you know it'd be a, a really good nft what gabe newell but 
It's just he has, he has different Team Fortress Two hats on. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he has different CS:GO skins, dude. Do not steal Gabe this idea. I'm Lord. putting an NFT on this idea. You can't <laughs> just redistribute this He'd idea. Probably be able to copyright that for his likeness. Uh, shut up. I don't know if he can. <laughs> shut it's up. Blockchain. Copy, he can't copyright find rules it. around. Yeah, NFT <laughs> shit is like non-existent. Yeah, I mean it's pretty much yeah, it's decentralized. Yeah. <laughs> the big word for it. That's what it's makes it desensitized. Get <laughs> <laughs> check out my NFT gore. <laughs> the whole yeah, the, Microsoft acquiring Activision and Blizzard. I hope to god they make good decisions. I hope they fucking do a, a clean up of the company. They're already getting rid of Bobby Kotick. Oh, thank so, god. Yeah. Oh, thank god. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're so getting like, rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's, he's getting like a huge bonus for... Give him uh, the Epstein treatment. Termination. They put him in a jail cell and, <laughs> and then kill him. Kill himself. <laughs> I mean... I'm not advocating kill. for it, but if it happens, it happens, you know? Mr. Gates, please let me live. No. <laughs> Bill Gates himself. <laughs> hired to be he, He's, he's vaccinating him. <laughs> <laughs> With actual microchips. Yes. Yes. This one has real microchips, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Schmurda. <laughs> they already, uh, excuse me, they already announced that uh, Call excuse of Duty me. was not going to be, thank you, was not going to be a yearly game now. Ooh. Which is kind of pog. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for that because they're probably going to focus more on War, Warzone and just be mm -hmm. like, this is Warzone now because of how That's successful That's like the moneymaker right now. Yeah, because they have, I mean, the previous four Call of Duties before War, Warzone came out was kind of just like, another Call of Duty. Yeah. And you can you can make an argument for like why it was good or whatever, but you can't argue that Warzone is ultimately going to be bigger than those games. Mm -hmm. It's definitely their biggest it, success in the recent uh, years. Right. Yeah, it's definitely done better than Battlefield. Uh, oh, <laughs> God, dude. I'm, I'm so, so disappointed. I'm aren't really disappointed. To, aren't they going free to play as well? Are they going free to play? I, PUBG, that's what Michael said. PUBG went free to play. I yeah, hope I that, saw I that. Hope. Yeah, do you guys want to launch a PUBG sometime? No, I do not I, I've play. always wanted to play PUBG. I've you, never played PUBG in my fucking life. It's, the mechanics in it are really cool, but the game just run... It ran like dog shit back in the day. I, I just don't know want if they go. I, I think it. it still does. I just like want to go shit. full shroud on people sometimes and just. Uh, I don't know the, the mechanics. Like it, if it's they pretty tough. If they didn't fix the bullet drop, if they didn't fix the the vehicles, if they didn't fix the maps in a lot of yeah. places, it's pretty much unplayable. Shroud makes it look easy. Well, that's because the game is easy. No, the shroud <laughs> isn't really that good. Yeah, I just, can face him in a one v one. <laughs> He was just a professional CSGO player for like no comment nearly a decade. I'm just saying, more. you know, after I hit, <laughs> you know, top ranks. He kind of ran, you know, the, he kind of ran the scene a little bit. He did kind of run the, he, you know, king of Reddit, whatever, <laughs> you know, it's just a title. He's just, playing yeah. New World now. He's washed, right? He's, uh, he's playing MMOs <laughs> all day. Yeah. Uh, if they haven't fixed all the issues with PUBG, there's no reason to go back to it. It was optimized like dog shit. If you were using a vehicle, you could hit like a rock and fly, yeah. like a pebble and just <laughs> spin out of control. Yeah. I have so many clips of that happening. <laughs> Granted, it was back in the day, like three or four years ago now, but still, if they haven't fixed any of that, it's not. Or you're like, you're driving with your friend who's on a motorcycle or like the fucking buggy yeah, and the, you crash the, and it gets like wow. jammed up and you start like freaking out. You yeah. just explode. Yeah, you just hold on and hope you don't die and then you do. The motorcycle with the sidecar, if you flipped yeah. over, all three of you were dead. <laughs> it's like, that's it. That's the it end of the game. Matter. Yeah. It's real life, dude. Good luck next round. <laughs> yeah, it, it's realistic, bro. It's like, PUBG is the most realistic uh 
battle royale out there. The bullet drop in that game was also horrendous. <laughs> Super realistic. Well, it's like, I don't think, it, I think it was over. Everyone knows boring. that if you're 100 meters out, your bullet just hits the ground 10 feet. <laughs> it's honestly like over realistic because it made snipers no, basically No, it unusable. is not realistic whatsoever. There's not that much bullet drop. No, I mean, over realistic Every... as in it's unrealistic because okay. of how much bullet dropper it, it, it has because using snipers is basically impossible in that game because if you actually want to snipe somebody, you have to aim fucking 30, like 30, I don't know. True. uh Meters. Yeah, arc arc lengths in the <laughs> sky and then shoot and then hopefully you hit them. Need to aim three pi R. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you have to like, you have to do a test shot and then you have to gauge from the, the fucking meters yeah. and it's usually not right because it's not accurate. It's not realistic. And then you have to like change the fucking, uh, like the power of the gun. I think it, that you could do that, or was that what, only you mean, the, you mean the the range? Yeah, the, the ranging. Range, yeah, or the, uh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of that stuff. It was just not fun at the end of the day because it was like, like it was the, the bull, yeah, the gun mechanics were just so not fun. That's fair. I I've always been notoriously dog shit at any long range encounter in any video game ever. Mm. I've always just been like mid to close range, so I don't think I'd really give a shit. I feel like I was the opposite. Like I usually went with long range weapons, but in, in PUBG, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> you should try getting good. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> Speaking uh, of getting good, would you guys be down to, to play some Rust? Rust. Because uh, I've, uh, I've owned this game for like since the legacy back when it used to have zombies in it still. Yeah, yeah I, I remember that. Too. And like I had fun because I could shoot zombies and be like be <laughs> happy because I could do some part of the game rather than PvP. But now it's only PvP and I, I, yeah. I kind of want to learn how to play the fucking game. The thing about Rust is that it is one of those games where you have to be grinding a fuck ton. And like, or else if your base you, is gonna get yeah, raided. Yeah, if you don't grind, yeah. Because no, here's you, the thing: I, I've like detached myself from like sticking with the wipe mentality of the game, where it's like, oh, you know, you have a, a month long wipe, you gotta grind for this month. No, I just want to play for like six hours, make a play, get a gun, fuck some people <laughs> up. That's all I want to do in Rust. I'm, I'm just saying for because for when you build a base, the terminal or whatever inside, you need to have like a certain amount of materials to yeah. keep it up That's and running. That's super easy to grind yeah. up though. That's, yeah, that, that isn't a big problem at all. I've played Rust a couple couple times and I'm not worried about like, oh, will my base get raided? Fuck my base. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'd be down to give it a shot if we get a good party together. Fair enough. I, I've had that game for a while. It was probably one of the first games that I bought it with an interest in like computer games and stuff, mm -hmm. but I, my computer couldn't run it so I didn't play it forever. Is also. It didn't have friends. <laughs> Is it Rust a Valve game or no? No, no. It, it's made by the same Valve person devs? who uh, made Gary's Mod. Oh, so it's that's like, what it is. Okay. Face Punch Studios is like closely related to Valve because yeah. of Gary's Mod, but it's not Valve. Mm -hmm. And they're they're also making that VR uh, spiritual sequel to Gary's Mod. I don't it's know if you guys saw that. Oh yeah, it's I not thought, only in VR, but yeah, it's VR. Okay. I, I saw some of the some of the clips of like the new engine for that, and it's fucking. Sick. What's the game called? I keep forgetting. Play, uh, play box, sandbox, sandbox. Yeah, is sandbox. It, it looked really clean. Yeah, it, it does looks look really clean. nice. I've seen, I've seen a couple like a uh, like fan renders of original Gary's mod where it's just like it has like realistic water really? and like infinite water sources that fill up actual levels, and that's fucking kind of crazy. That's cool. Yeah, it it's seemed, really neat. It's really like a new age Gary's mod, yeah. so I'm kind of excited for it. It's its, its own engine, right? It's they're actually yeah. Like I'm pretty sure it's all like reworked. Where, yeah. Whereas the Gary's mod was just in the fucking Half-Life 2 engine, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was just like a source game that they pulled assets from. Yeah. You could do whatever the fuck you wanted. I miss games like that yeah. where you could just fuck around. We need more party games. <laughs> True. There's like and not Mario and Party. Fuck Mario fuck Party. Mario I'm party. so tired of Mario Party. <laughs> We've man. already complained about Mario Party. <laughs> I'm a Mario Party supporter. <laughs> You're pro I'm party. part You're of the, the wrong I'm, I'm side I'm in the of Mario history. Party. I'm part of the Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> the America's final third uh, party. You have the Democrats, Republicans, and Mario, Mario party. party. Look, we, man, there are some fun mini games. Okay, two fun mini games. <laughs> Name more. Um, that's what I that thought. One. We're moving on. I haven't played Mario Party in a long ass time. Oh wow! Well, so I'm, I'm not. Stan. I'm not spoiled on Stan. it. I never said I was a stan. I just said I'm pro. You're blindly Mario supporting Party. Mario Party. Yeah, and are and they they're, Nazis? They're war criminals. <laughs> what, what were their war crimes? They don't make games that are good. <laughs> <laughs> that is your crime. What about Breath of the Wild? Was Mario Party <laughs> the studio oh, yes. that? that yeah. yeah, you got Breath of the Wild, of the Mario Wild. Party. Yeah. Breath of the Wild is in Mario Party. It's a mini game that you play. You're like, oh, I got Breath of the Wild. Yo, we go. Yes. Yes. three you minutes to the- beat Breath of the Wild <laughs> before the mini game's over. Some speedrunner will figure it out. How about them football? <laughs> How about them football? <laughs> we know nothing about. Yeah, I know everything about footy. You know, I never really understood the big football culture until I saw Cloud9 win the major. <laughs> you know, honestly, there is like a little bit of a parallel. What I feel like a, a little, it's, it it's an exact parallel. It was it was New Year's uh, this year that uh, that like I think Valor it was uh, Zane and uh, was it Sean and Tyler? You guys were all talking about um, you guys were all talking about football and it just like it started to make sense to me where it's like I don't give a shit about like the team's background history and all that shit but you will if you actually start paying attention but yeah that's the whole but, thing but I've started to come around to the idea of like it's just good plays that are happening between two teams and it's starting to make sense to me it's yeah. like I don't know why I didn't like frame it in that like sense where it's just like oh if he goes like fucking 10 meters down he like fucking touches his knee to the ground like that's a that's a super smart move because he's about to get fucking rocked by three dudes who are lined up and about to get him it's like oh that makes sense to me yeah instead of thinking like so i'm trying i was trying to enjoy football through the politics of football essentially Mm -hmm. when i should just be enjoying the game of football instead well it's it's basically i mean it's a team game it's the same thing i explained this to you before where it's like valorant essentially it's the same reason why you enjoy valorant because you're focusing on the players what they're doing how they're working as a team and everything and at a professional level it's still entertaining to watch because you know if uh, you see these plays yeah if you see these plays happening it's like wow that was super smart or Mm -hmm. like wow that was such a dumb play which is still entertaining yeah and it makes you want to root for certain teams you know especially your home team just because it represents you guys Mm mm-hmm um the best of you yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're all just me but the best of me (laughs) it's me i'm playing right now (laughs) yeah it's i'm on the football team i'm on the football team (laughs) you can't take that away from me you're you're, sir you're a bench warmer (laughs) you're you're a water boy (laughs) you're hiding in the janitor's closet you're a running back (laughs) you have your belt around your neck You think you could handle being on this team? You're a third string coomer. <laughs> what are you doing? Not to not to immediately tangent us off this topic, but how often do you guys have like the idea in your head that's like, yeah, I could do this? 
What? When, whenever you, whenever you, whenever you see something happen, like say you're watching like Trout or something, and he does some crazy thing, how often to yourself do you think, yeah, it put me in that scenario, I could probably do that. I do that a lot with music, where I'll be watching like a tutorial how to do something, and I'll be like, that's easy, and then I do it, and I'm like, what is going on? How do they do this? <laughs> it's it's super easy to fall into that trap because you don't actually know. I do that actually all the time on like tests and shit. But you know, back in the day when I didn't really study that much, I would yeah. just look over the material and be like, oh yeah, I understand how they came to this conclusion. Well, you know, it's something super easy. It makes yeah, logical sense. It's right in front of you. Yeah. And yeah. then I, I'm on the test and I'm like, what did they do? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a really simple way to do this. <laughs> I'm, I'm failing Pythagoras. <laughs> Literally what I would do is... I, I don't know if I have like a photographic memory or not. No, you don't. But Shut like, up. I don't. I don't think I do. No, but like, not at what all. I what I can do. Stop is, denying conversation. <laughs> what I can do is like recreate images that I've seen before. Okay. Like to to an extent. Like obviously, there's a margin of error. But like, I've done it to a point where like on calc tests, I think. Cause like they would just copy paste like questions and you I would have like just a, think a like, Jimmy Neutron yeah, brain blast. Literally, like, like, in come, the on, like, come on, like, I, would yeah, think, yeah. I would literally think. sit there with my fingers to my head. Like, okay, what was the question? What were the numbers? What did I write? Like, how did I start it? How, yeah. What did the teacher say? Like, I would literally just go through and build the problem in my head you, and then just copy it down. You visualize the process. Yeah, exactly. And it just got me. Through. I can't do that. Yeah. I'm kind of built different. I'm I have a genius. <laughs> the, the thing is, is like, I can't, I can't come up with images in my head, yeah. but I can think in like a relative 3D space. So if you want me to like visualize like a 3D graph in my head, I can totally do it. No problem. But you tell me to like imagine an apple right now. No fucking clue. Mm. Couldn't do it. Can't think what about of an apple. <laughs> yeah. Just like the, I know. I know how an apple is created, like drawn and like all of its properties inside my head. But to create that physical mental, like I guess. What if I ask you to graph? An apple in your head. <laughs> draw like the, on a, on a draw the graph. That's legitimately possible because I can make the outline of it. But can I make a super hyper realistic apple model inside my head? Does it no. have to be super realistic? It doesn't have to be. I'm just I saying. It's just like I can super. do that. It's just yeah. the way I think. Mm -hmm. It's just like I can't. I don't have like the the artist trait, I suppose, mm -hmm. where it's like I have the ability to create this mental image of. Just knowing exactly like, oh, the fucking the shading, the brush strokes, all that shit going on in there. I just can't do that. Are you saying specifically about like recreating it as uh, like on paper or something? No, as in like creating it in my in my own head. I don't have the mental image there. Do you it's, have like aphantasia? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense then. But but yeah, it's just it's ridiculously annoying half the time where it's like you can name all the traits of an apple but formulating it in your head is hard yeah i could legitimately probably draw an apple suppose i had had the the know-how no you couldn't <laughs> <sighs> this is this was what he was talking about shroud draws an apple on stream and he's like i could do that <laughs> goes down to the grid paper and he's like what the fuck <laughs> no i i've i've humbled myself when it comes to art yeah. there's uh, so many things in this world it's that i practice, cannot do but yeah. video games yeah i could probably kick someone's ass i mean do learning a skill and doing it is literally all just practice and you have to mm -hmm. force yourself to do that oh yeah of course for a long time yeah. you have to put a lot of hours into it how the fuck do you practice in your imagination think about just, it just, <laughs> <laughs> think about it just sit, yeah, just sit and think i don't know <laughs> 
I, I don't know. There's I don't know if there's like a cure for aphantasia or if uh, it's just like practicing. I don't I, know if it's like a, I don't know fully how it works. Yeah, I, and I'm yeah. I'm like also like last podcast. I'm a, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid of self-diagnosing myself yeah. with aphantasia. I just think I have a shit imagination. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know if it's something that's like a genetic thing or if calling me diseased or if it's just <laughs> it's a disorder. <laughs> I think creativity is also a skill. So that may be like a part of it, you know. Yeah. It may just be like I. Well, need what to, about my thousand IQ Valorant plays? <laughs> That's got to be some creativity there's, going on. There's creativity in tactful plays, but I think in artistry, like that, it's like a different type of creativity. Fuck artists! Although, I'm tired of those guys. Although, like, I don't know because, like, do you guys think that you could teach creativity or like do something to make someone more creative? No, I, th- I think fundamental rules that you can think about. Mm-hmm to teach to people but it's ultimately something that you can't really I, I don't even think there's fundamental rules to creativity I feel like the idea of creativity itself implies that there are no rules that it follows it's something that isn't necessarily spontaneous you have your own predetermined set of rules but each individual subset each person will have different rules yeah. in which they follow like their own idealized form yeah. of art or their own idealized form of the tactile i think when play. you get down to it there's probably some consistencies between the people who actually do art you know oh yeah so there's probably some things that you can because they all work uh, in a similar probably, medium a, yeah. as well and uh, they're all depressed yeah well i don't i'm saying across <laughs> they all have one too. ear oh yeah like there's a there's a there's probably some sort of method when you get down to it that they either do not like a routine that they do or anything like that but just ways that they think about something like drawing an apple for instance it's like how am i going to create the brush strokes in such a way that create or like uh exhibits the sheen of an apple on the light source but also you have to think about it like people's creativity exists differently you know like pablo picasso's imagination is way different from like rembrandt or something like that you Mm -hmm. know or like jpeg mafia versus fucking beethoven or some shit like that you know there's there's things like art theory yeah describe these uh exact kind of principles so Mm -hmm. it's like at some level there's things that they're doing that are consistent with each other and also across mediums because like for instance well music is a good example of that because there's always things that make sense within music it's like musical context where you know a lot of uh genres are a big part of that too where it's like to create a something that sounds good for instance like house music very simple to create because it's just you know four kicks on each beat right so it's like uh, or i guess a kick per beat and then four per measure Mm -hmm. and it's it's something super simple and contextual within the the genre so you can make good sounding music super easy with that by just adding, you know, a, a more melodic instrument on top of it. It's something that's right. easy to do, but you're going to get a different song every single time you do it because of the way that the artist thinks. But mm-hmm. still at that fundamental level, there's something that is contextual and makes sense for the art. Yeah. Like Alex was telling me a while ago how there was a uh, like art, uh, art theory it applied to drawings and paintings and stuff it's like there's certain shapes that have to go in certain places like the idea of negative and positive mm-hmm. space those things are things that all artists do yeah. in every single um you know style of painting yeah that's true so there's there's always something that is at least fundamental to the medium and probably across mediums mm-hmm. i kind of think it's like in a like an efficiency kind of thing that's going on where it's like we as humans uh strive to essentially be more efficient and then like these we create these fundamental rules such as like taking up all the space through like oh we'll use like triangles in the in the backgrounds you know more circles Mm -hmm. in the foregrounds you know like your focus and all that stuff and 
that that's where our our rules come from that's where the theory comes yeah. from but how that is implemented is different for everyone there's also a point to make about the contrast to that because you can go against the grain with yeah. that and people will still find a lot of value in it yeah i was just about to say like you know some we're all like influenced by the culture that we exist in and that's why you'll see like a lot of very similar music in different cultures you know like the uh, a lot of Indian songs have very similar sounds because of the types of instruments and drums and things that were used like in that region. Would and you guys think for American stuff like that? Would you guys say that's creativity though? Uh, if you're following through with essentially the formula? Well, what I'm saying, I, there's, there's different levels of creativity because there are people like Pablo Picasso or JPEG mafia. Yeah. They're on the same level <laughs> <laughs> um, where, the same guy. where they're like, they're experimental and they're pushing the boundaries of like what they're what they've like where they existed like in a genre you know what i mean like mm -hmm. they're uh I, I don't exactly know like isn't that like the songwriter's paradox or dilemma where it's like the longer you create music eventually like you'll create music that only you enjoy kind of thing or it's I've like you you that. begin to like hyper specify the 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 kind of music that you wish to create where that the the more you enjoy the sound that you're producing, the more you specify the tone that you enjoy, yeah. the less people who will enjoy your music. Yeah. Kind of thing like that. I'm well, pretty that's like that's like some dilemma or whatever. I feel like people paradox. want to see breakout artists like that though. Like they want to see something different or something that challenges your yeah. your way of thinking. I feel like people that. want to see it, but the moment they do, they don't like it because it's not a kind of song or picture yeah. meant for them. I don't like, think that's necessarily true because that it's like we would have the same art forever if that was the case. Well, I mean, the yeah, that is, is, that is the I case, think, but... I think younger people tend to push the boundaries. That's generally what happens. Like, I don't know if you, about you guys, but like when I talk to my mom about music or art, she always talks about music and art that came up in like her youth, you know, and that she was very invested in in her youth because that, that was like the, the... That was art that was like core to her you know, uh, her formative years. Yeah, her formative years. So like, I, I think that younger people are definitely more open to hearing like gender or gender fucking genre bending music, <laughs> gender, gender bending. bending music. Yeah. <laughs> but like older people are going to be like, if you, if you show my mom, like a hundred Gex song, like she'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck am I listening she'd to? She'd be like, now? bro, this shit's yeah. nasty. But yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's people who are people who aren't very artistic or creative. Don't see the value in that. Because at the time, it's like everyone else I'm I'm around is listening to this. You know, I enjoy it because of that. It's more exposure to these kinds of things, which make it a little bit more homey to you to yeah. listen to it. It's it's part of the thing about art is that it's all culture, right? When you when you have like these really cool breakout artists, like as a young person, you feel super invested in like the growing culture that might exist, like in that music subculture you know what i mean like it happened with punk it happened with like you know daft punk <laughs> daft punk yeah <laughs> it happened with like hip-hop artists in new york like the uh like mike and earl sweatshirt and like all those people you know there's all these subcultures and it's like young people are the ones that are participating in them and pushing them into like the mainstream you know and actually like making them more yeah. digestible to like a broader audience because there are these smaller cultures that popularize it to an extent you know it also just is, uh, like, if you grow up listening to a certain kind of music, you're more likely to listen to that music f for a long time. Forever. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. 
honestly. If like if you're not paying attention to a lot of newer artists or a lot of um, not just musical artists, but art in general, it's like you're going to be like, you know, what is going on here? I don't really get it. I yeah. don't really understand it. It's just not for me. But yeah. it's it's being accustomed to that understanding. You know what they're doing, why it's artistic, why yeah. it's cool, what it's challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, art can can follow the uh, the same kind of problems that technology runs into. I feel where it's if you don't keep up with the medium, how it changes, how it evolves, it's you're gonna end up being like this eighty year old dude who doesn't know how to use a computer. Yeah, it's the same shit mm-hmm. with like music genres. Just stay and stuff. up to date. Just yeah. yeah, participate in society. Don't let yourself be a husk. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it um there's a big culture around uh like in family culture from like you know traditional conservatism where you know you you stop focusing on cultural things except like you know if you're religious they're all obviously going to care about you know fucking what's the bible 3 update yeah. saying bible 3 <laughs> that's well, like the what the new pope is <laughs> shit Val- valve brings out bible, bible 3, three. <laughs> the only third game dude but like um you know, they, they just kind of recede from participating in their culture from their youth and just focus on having a family. So they just kind of forget about it. You I know? mean, I was like that forget when I was younger. It. Like I would yeah. listen to music. I listened to, uh, I've mentioned this before, but I listened to a lot of like screamo, emo, hard rock. And, you know, growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> screamo. But growing up off of that, it's it's allowed me to um, kind of tangent myself from the things that I've already learned because I was comfortable with a lot of screaming and a lot yeah. of people aren't because of uh, like contemporary norms of like pop music is, yeah. you know, very sweet melodies, very catchy melodies, things that make you want to dance and get mm-hmm. up and shit. I have sensitive um, ears. I just have to listen to it quietly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy, you can listen to it quietly. <laughs> um, uh, it's like my most autistic trait. <laughs> like, uh, you get sensory overload from metal. Is that a self-diagnose? <laughs> no, but it, is that a self-report? Like, <laughs> out, of, out, of, out of autism trait or like specific traits that's probably one of like the worst ones that i I just have really sensitive ears Mm -hmm. uh i just have good hearing and Mm -hmm. so if i'm in a loud environment it just hurts it sucks yeah so i just don't want to listen to loud music (laughs) every time there's a concert i don't want to be next to the speakers because that shit just blows ass Yeah. yeah i mean the problem with concerts is like they they purposely make it louder than it's uh safe for you yeah yeah so because there's so many people in the crowd and they're going to make a lot of noise, but um, well, you got to wear earplugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically what I was saying before is since I grew up on that kind of music, it got me into listening to more like hard metal, heavy metal, mm-hmm. extreme metal, which is very different from like normal music. I would say because it's yeah. Scandinavian. like you normal basically pop music. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. because there's a lot of, I mean, pop music in general is such yeah. a wide. Yeah. Uh, you just kind of disconnected from American music culture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I disconnected for a little bit in my, my tween days because I, I, I was one of those people where it was like, I hate pop music. It's just yeah. so dumb and generic, <laughs> but it's like, there's a, there's good music in every genre. Like yeah. I listen to basically any kind of music now. Like Drake. I do like Drake. Drake is <laughs> I think not he, he has some good albums. I mean, a lot of Drake stuff is kind of just like very TikTok oriented. You can tell yeah. when a song is mediated towards like, like just yeah, to his, make money. His newest album was it wasn't it like all focused on like 
creating like TikTok, TikTokable uh, like song. Yeah, moments. most of his newer stuff is yeah. like that. To be fair, it's super marketable. Can't blame him. Some of oh, them yeah. I do like. I do like yeah. God's Plan. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten some really good songs off of fucking TikTok. You know, there are yeah, they, there's some good music out there. That's a it's a good way to expose yeah. a lot of music nowadays. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the old shit that I used to listen to, I just hop on TikTok and all of a sudden it's it's there and it's like wow, you know. I'm glad I'm glad people see this, but I'm so sad that people from TikTok see this. <laughs> <laughs> Something interesting that I've noticed is. Um, from like the old bubblegum pop days of like the 2000s where a lot of the things were very sweet on the ears. It was supposed to be very, um, like I said before, very dancey and everything. Mm -hmm. And then the dubstep and EDM wave hit the mainstream more. And it was uh, like dubstep introducing a lot of these really abrasive <clears throat> synthesizers. Yeah. Like all the... Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> the saws, the yeah. saw synths. Yeah, exactly. And... Um, saw synth redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's like we there was a period after that where it kind of went back to the same uh, dance pop days. And then nowadays with hyper pop, we're getting even more abrasive. Yeah. And it's it's like it's interesting that that's the norm now. Yeah. Where hyper pop is essentially well, it's going to be, I presume, uh, the biggest genre in the next like five, ten years. Probably a, a lot of young people that I talk to fucking love hyper pop. Like, yeah, they, they talk about it a lot. I've never heard of hyper pop in my life. That's You probably have like hundred gex. Okay, yeah. you you've heard hyper pop, yeah. even though you don't know exactly Fair enough, what yeah. the Fair genre enough. defines. Um, just like squeaky voices, loud noises. Yeah, a lot of uh, tuned voices, a lot of uh, metallic snares, a lot of FM synthesizers. Um, I've always been an instrumental enjoyer, anyways. If it's got good instrumental, I'll generally enjoy. There's it. some cool sounds. There's a sure. lot of good yeah. instrumentals. I mean, it's it's not you don't have to have vocals on every song. No, but it's just like a vocals specifically are a human trait that we enjoy hearing. Yeah. Nope, which is something. <laughs> what do you mean? No, <laughs> I don't like vocals very much. I prefer the instrumental. <laughs> it, it's not a human trait. <laughs> the, For me. It's 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 just another instrument, you know. And if you don't have that instrument, it doesn't necessarily make it a bad song. It's yeah, just like, I've heard it's a lot a of people song, you know? complain about how if the if the music doesn't have like a voice, it's like not a finished song yeah. or whatever. I'm like, that's it, just so dead brain. Or they they talk about like when I would listen to dubstep, and it was like my favorite genre or whatever when I was a teenager. There was a uh, you know any parent that I would talk to about it, they'd be like, "This is the music that you listen to, like <laughs> hell yeah, no bro. lyrics, like what what is does it matter? What is enjoyable about it? It's Dumbass, like, you listen to screamo in the eighties. <laughs> Don't you hear the wubs bomb? Isn't it sick? Come I mean, it's a, it's the same thing actually with between genres. Like a lot of people hate rap, a lot of older people hate rap music because it's like, well, they're not singing. It's like, yeah, does it matter? Racist. Yeah, they're racist. <laughs> or it's it's like it doesn't have a guitar. It's not rock music that I grew up yeah. on. It's like, who cares, dude? Yeah, it's, fuck you. It's, die all, and go back and live in the past. It's perfectly <laughs> okay to not like certain styles of music. If it yeah. isn't for you, it isn't for you. That's perfectly fine. You know, there's some music there's some music genres that I don't like that much. Like a lot of EDM music, I uh, I listen to it, but I'm not like hyped about it yeah. every time. A I lot of it is it. kind of repetitive. I mean, I like it for just kind of like a chill song. I mean, yeah, all music has in the background. Yeah, there's uh. I mean, I, I like a good amount of songs that are pretty upfront and everything, but just in general, it's not a genre that I'm super well versed in right. just because I don't have a lot of want to go and listen to mm -hmm. a lot of the songs, um, which is the same. It's like, it's okay. That's perfectly fine. But if you don't listen to a kind of music because you think something is illegitimate in the yeah. music, you just kind of don't understand or it. Or you don't think it's art or something. Yeah. Like the Ben Shapiro argument. Yeah. Rap music isn't music. <laughs> yeah. It's like, bro, come on. <laughs> it's, it's just really silly. I think, um, 
people are just, yeah, they're just really adverse to hearing shit that they're not used to. People are too much of purists. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. They're not kinky enough to be accepting <laughs> of every. Everyone needs to be a little bit more kinky. <laughs> you need to be Everyone's repressed. Kinky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. It's it's the exposure thing that we talked about earlier at play because sometimes you just got to go to a public park, expose yourself a little <laughs> bit, so that way you appreciate music more. Jerry Seinfeld. Sure. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. I got his, his like what it, his seventeen year old girlfriend. <laughs> Are they, are they still are they still going on? Let's get yeah. Let's call on Jerry. Let's get, let's get an update on Jerry. What's let's going get Jerry on? on the podcast? I'm messaging him right now. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's, yeah. Jerry. It's Alex from Null Thought. Can yeah, anyone here Null. do a Jerry Seinfeld uh, fucking accent? Dude, I've never no. even heard Jerry Seinfeld like, speak in like more than ten second intervals. What's the deal with airplane food? I can't do that. Jerry. I haven't watched Seinfeld, so you've never watched Seinfeld. I've, I've never watched Seinfeld either. Personally, I don't want to either. Well, the thing is, is that if you're going to watch like a sitcom from the 90s, like I'm not I'm not going to say like Seinfeld's like my favorite show or whatever. I, I probably would never. Are say you that. shilling for Seinfeld right now? No, but what I'm going to say is that out of like the 90s sitcoms that exist, Seinfeld is the best. Like I, it shits on Friends. It fucking shits on Roseanne. Fucking shits on all of them. What about a uh, 70 show? The 70, 70 show, show from the 90s. Is it, wait, is it's it, from the 90s. Was that from the 90s or I'm the sure. early 2000s? I thought it was from the 90s. It may have been. I, I like that 70s show a lot. It's probably up there with Seinfeld. I feel it's like just, early 2000 refined the 90s show formula, though. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it's all just the dude, same TV. It's not well, like I mean, they, they marked the community. Like, all right. Always Sunny in Philadelphia, The Office, Parks and Rec. Those are all sitcoms. Yeah, but sitcoms, it's not like they were invented and then it's like this. There's different spins and different yeah. uh, amalgamations of different elements of TV shows. I think they're just evolutions of the, the sitcom genre. You know, it's just yeah, like, there's different. Yeah. There's, there's different still a lot of, of like laughing tracks. Yeah. yeah. Like Big Bang Theory and fucking Young <laughs> fuck Sheldon. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Big Bang Theory. Oh my God, that shit's so annoying. Dude. Like it. Young no doubt. Sheldon. Yeah. yeah. Big Bang Theory is good for like a couple seasons here and there. Uh, and maybe not even for like full season lengths. But it does it does have some good jokes in there at times. It reminds me of Family Guy. Yeah, I just yeah. I don't want to sit and sift through like 50 hours of garbage yeah. to get like maybe five hours worth of good content. Like maybe if I'm for some reason, watching cable TV, like, and there's literally nothing else on, I yep. might put Big Bang Theory on. You're going to put on Young Sheldon? It's yeah. a lot of ifs. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of big ifs. I don't even have cable. I don't know many people who have cable. Like, yeah. Cable's like kind of a dying breed. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's just streaming services now, which yeah. is getting to be ex as expensive as yeah, cable. True. So there's really no point. Although, to be fair, I think, I think the quality of entertainment has gotten better. Because it's Maybe. more personalized project. In, like, yeah. It's not like big corporate uh, TV network, you know, funding Just, this random yeah, pumping pumping out of fuck Are you talking yes. about the quality of entertainment as in like the, uh, like the, the type of shows? Like, like the Netflix quality originals of, and okay. Hulu originals, HBO, like that kind of shit. Like I think that kind of shits on cable television. I, I guess it does, but also it's, it feels like the steam green light where it's just... It's a bunch of shit that goes on and like the stuff that makes it through the filters is still just such a coin flip to me of like good or yeah, bad show. I agree, and, but I think there's a lot. It, it, you can't green light that much in a, on a corporate uh, network. Yeah, that is fair. Uh, I recently watched a, a Netflix original called uh, Hit Monkey, which is like a like a Marvel, uh, a Marvel comic line where it's basically it's Marvel. 
Uh, yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. But uh, yeah, it's basically just this this hitman monkey, and it's it was animated. It's honestly kind of good. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Out of ten, out of five, actually, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Four out of five is pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. That's pretty, pretty good. good. I, I picked the five scale because it's like pick a side. Don't be a fucking dweeb. Pick a side. <laughs> well, you, you either you either you kind, still pick the side. You kind of you either <laughs> like it. No, that's but like on a ten scale, you have the opportunity to be like, yeah, it's a five out of ten. It's okay. It's like fuck you. Don't. No, be what's a, the problem with rating something? I mean, if you if you don't, don't be a centrist. You either like it or you don't. Don't be a little well, bitch. I Make a decision. No, you like I don't it. think that applies. Like it, I think you can enjoy movies and then rate them. Like on a different scale, like yeah, I but there's en- no I way enjoyed- that like, oh, this was a perfectly average movie. I well, there were, I either I think there uh, are. What I, I what I would say is like you, no, you know, like I enjoy. You've never, you've never just been like that was all right. Yeah, usually if I say it's all right, that's a two out of five. If I have to say that was all right, there was nothing good about it. It's if it's a mid show, perfectly average. It's not a good show. It's I, just. But that goes watchable. against why you're calling it mid. That's not saying that two out of five is like drastically bad. It's just I didn't prefer this experience. I could have watched something better. Hmm. That's a two out of five. I, don't know. I think like when I think of perfectly average, I think of like a lot of Marvel stuff. There's like a lot of like Marvel stuff that's very average. Like it's enjoyable. Like yeah. it's, it's fun to watch, but it's just like it's just average, like kind of not mindless but like it's it's easy to digest like there's mm-hmm. not a lot of complex you know subplots or like you know time loops or time jumps or whatever the See, fuck I'm, like, I'm kind of a marvel enjoyer something uh, like i'm <laughs> average probably marvel enjoyer i'm probably going to to catch some flag for this but like uh fucking what's it called civil war Uh-oh. i thought that movie was it was okay age of ultron it was okay. Like I, I thought Infinity War was pretty good. Infinity War was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I got like a little emotional for some reason. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> any time everyone was fucking... Yeah. Fucking spoiler. Yeah, because yeah, everyone dies. Yeah. It's just well, like... Well, no, it's not even that. It's like whenever there's like a good-ass fucking... There's a big horn swell in the soundtrack. And then there's, oh, yeah. and then there's dramatic shit going I'm on. I'm like, God damn. Dude, I cried during Dune, man. Naruto, I cried during. Like, watching that well, shit it's like naruto you were you were watching it from like the beginning of the series yeah, so you have grow. a lot more context yeah. to what's going on i've but, seen a lot of marvel stuff too to be fair like if i uh like recently when i watched that uh the newest spider-man movie mm-hmm. that came out like if i watched that without previously watching a, a at least a couple of the spider-man movies beforehand i wouldn't have been as invested in the new movie right as I yeah was. the thing with that too is that if you only knew about like one specific spider-man this is like you got nothing, dude. Yeah. Like if you had no idea like, that the, the spider verse is a thing, you're just like, what the fuck is happening? The theater's going, the theater's pogging out. They're yeah. sewing hard. And I'm like, who are these people? Who, who the fuck's Toby Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> they call him Toby, like in the fucking movie. Hey, it's Toby Maguire's <laughs> Spider-Man. Toby Maguire's Spider-Man. Oh my god. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Toby Maguire's Spider-Man. <laughs> Pizza time. Pizza he, time. he did it! <laughs> He does the double yeah, finger the, guns. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. The thing, uh, going back to like the the scale rating, like the when I use like a out of ten scale, I'm doing it in. I don't really like saying you're that doing five it because you're average. afraid of taking a side. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is like it's my enjoyment level. So if something's a five, I enjoyed it moderately. 
So it's not like, and I'm not saying that it is either, it's not good or bad. And that's usually, that's like your interpretation of it. But the way that I see it is like zero is I fucking hated it. And 10 is I fucking loved it. Yeah. So five is like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it moderately. I use the five scale as a, like a quality check rather than an enjoyment check. Cause I, I just get more critical of like media, uh, the more I watch it and I just turn into an awful shitty critic. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think everyone should at some point, but it's, it's to the, you can't be, it makes shit being, super unfun for yeah, me though. Exactly. Like, I, I've you, actually, there's a certain degree you can go to it yeah. before you start. It's like you're, you're you kind of fooling yourself. yourself. Yeah. You're fooling yourself out of at least some mildly good experiences. Yeah. yeah but at this point I've seen so many tropes done so many different ways yeah. that I've, it, it's kind of hard not to have the fun kind of sucked out of a yeah. lot of these tropes. That's just a, a side effect of consuming a lot of media. Yeah, like porn. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of oh, tropes I'm, in porn. You're stuck in the dryer again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Classic <laughs> Marvel trope. <laughs> Mom's vacuuming and I can't hear me fucking my stepsister. <laughs> the Say obsession it. with incest porn in America is <laughs> insane. Well, I, the, we have all, we have the South. Yeah, we do have a South. I honestly, every country has like their own South where there's like the region of people who are known as like (laughs) fucking cousin fuckers and shit. Isn't there a heat map of like the most searched like porn genres? Yeah. Like Pornhub does like a thing every year. Yeah. I wonder is, does the South have actually the most incest porn or is it? I, it's mostly ebony, I think. Yeah. I was about to, I was about to mention that. It's, it's funny because it's like suppressed racism. (laughs) Well, there's also a lot of black people in the South too. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That might, that's probably a, well, it's probably both, honestly. It's probably both adding to it. Yeah. Cause it's definitely, there's definitely more white people, you know? So it's like, they're going to be, uh, they're probably going to be fucking searching up that ebony shit, that real shit. (laughs) I wonder how many uh, like, uh, black people actually look for specifically black people in porn. You know, I I feel like everyone starts off kind of that way. Cause it's just like the, uh, the ideas that you're more familiar with before you branch out. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, the thing that I, for me, it's like, I don't look up specific races. Yeah. I, I think that has to do with the fact because I'm like not racist. Like I'm not prejudiced <laughs> yeah. against anybody. So I don't care what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. You just like look until you find something's hot. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. The, I think, um, to be honest, I think there are like a lot of conservative black people who might only like ebony porn because they just want to see like black people fucking. A conservative, like, a conservative I, black person is like, I only watch white, white people porn. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> like, I, I like, want I've, a tiny cock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that like I've had like a lot of boobs. I've had like a lot of conversations boobs. with black people and especially like black people's parents. The older generations um, tend to be like actually conservative and like against like like race mixing, quote unquote. And like, yeah, I've, that's had, shit's and I've had like, cons- like uh, conversations with these people and it's like, wow, that's kind of interesting. Imagine being that. part of the melting pot country and, and being like racist. Yeah. I can't imagine going on a Pornhub or, or something and being like white people yeah. fuck. It's like, that's, <laughs> just, fuck. that's just so weird. To <laughs> me. No, they got, it's a, la- it's more elaborate than that. You know, it's, it's not white, white people cock. fuck. There's, <laughs> there's big white cock, tiny white cock, hog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, Yeah. Pogs are like, uh, I guess white people would specifically look for, well, it's not just white people. It's everybody looks oh, for yeah, everyone. Pogs, everyone wants still, to look for a pog, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's still, yeah. It's still based on race at that point, which I'm, is if I'm looking cringe. for an ass white girl, I'm looking for a perfect ass white girl, you know? Yeah. To be, to be honest, like 
you know, porn categories and like titles and shit tend to be like the most racist, sexist, and transphobic <laughs> yeah, yeah. shit. Like it'll be like, you know, like the T slur fucks fucking beta cuck or some shit. Like, yeah, N word. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, in the spirit of being kinky, that that like it's it, like I feel like it's kind of disconnected from race in its own ironic it's, sense. That's an interesting I, point. I don't because, think it's well. It's not ironic, right? Because people have like legitimate race play kinks. Yeah, that, you know. And yeah. I've because I've had I've been with girls who were black and like talking to them like like they made jokes about it and I was like you're not like into race play, right? <laughs> and they were like no no no. But you're like, not with me as a token white male, right? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, approaching that conversation is so weird. You're like it's I'm so going to say awkward. something. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it's like I don't know, like race play to me would be I don't think I could do that. I don't think I, I think could it's do like it it's just really uncomfortable. As an actor, I feel like I could get <laughs> the spirit of the role. <laughs> you get in your Leonardo DiCaprio hat, start just spouting off. Yeah, I had my <laughs> smash a couple glasses my hands bleeding if i if i was comfortable enough with someone maybe i can do it but i, I would probably yeah. have to rethink that's a lot like of any sexual encounter yeah. if you're comfortable with that person you're okay yeah. with sharing your kinks with that yeah, person I, to exactly. be fair i am okay with degrading a woman in bed if they're okay with yeah it. you know what i mean it's like, perfectly reasonable that's it, as long as it's consensual like it's a lot of fun i mean i like degradation but, myself so yeah. it's like i'm hard now yeah betas sit on my face bitch yo that's not exactly degradation but it can be it could very easily lead into it I'd rather die between an ice. I don't like thighs. humiliation. I just want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I have a death kink. I, I wouldn't do humiliation. I don't think. Well, what's like, the, what, what do you define as a difference? Like um, degradation would just be like using my body how you want to, you know, and then like just like humiliation would be more like uh, making, on your character. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, like you fucking maybe if you call me like a dirty bitch or whatever like sure that might be fun but like making fun of my dick size like i'd be like okay why'd you have to say that <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. that one kind of sucks yeah, that, I, i'm not hard from that anymore <laughs> i want to go to the bathroom and cry <laughs> and think about jacking off but then see my apparently tiny <laughs> penis <laughs> yeah i can see that but i i honestly haven't met many women that are like actually very like domineering I feel like that's what a shame, rare. dude. Yeah. Well, not a lot of people are super kinky. <laughs> yeah. It's like they usually have something that they enjoy yeah, and like they have it. It's, it's like art in the same way where it's like they just don't really expand further yeah. than that. They can maybe want to try certain things, but then they also may not like it because it's not something that they have already grown up with or um, grown up with. <laughs> well, like, you know, masturbating yeah, no, like, in like in their, in their, pu yeah, yeah, watching, in their puberty days. Porn, yeah. Because I know a lot of people like that where they like they get one kink and then that's their kink. Yeah, you get like into like piss or shit, you're fucked, dude. <laughs> Bad run. <laughs> Bad run. Restart now. Yeah, you need to respawn. <laughs> well, you can always just get out of it. By get better it. traits next time. Uh, well, porn addiction is something very hard to mantle over because of how easy it is to just not because it's such a private thing. Only you are checking yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it's also like um, if you you know, if you do use porn a lot, like, and you have like a porn, an actual porn addiction, it can ruin your like actual sex life. You know, like you can not give fucking hard ons. You could be yeah. like totally disinterested or fucking desensitized. And it gets to a point where it's just really toxic. It's just the, uh, the ice Poseidon dilemma. You're always trying yeah. to one up yourself <laughs> exactly. and, and, and bed is like, I'm watching all this crazy porn and they're yeah. like doing somersaults, three sixties. <laughs> this one did a kick flip. It's like, what? Well, 
Well, how am I supposed to get hard when I'm seeing this dude do a kickflip into a pussy, man? I can't do a kickflip. I can barely ollie. Yeah. You're, you're about to have sex with someone for the first time. They're like, can you do a kickflip? And you're like, God uh, damn it. No. I knew this was going to happen. I should have studied more. These fucking standards, man. I can only do a nollie. bullshit. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Porn, porn is weird. I feel like I've... I probably uh, at some point in my life struggled with an addiction to pornography. Me too. When uh, I was a teenager. Yeah, obviously. But uh, <laughs> not, not like a week ago or anything. <laughs> I'm not like still fighting. <laughs> I'm not going through like withdrawals or anything. <laughs> I don't want to like jack off right now. You guys hugging your dick the whole podcast. <laughs> you guys want to go uh, masturbate? Bathroom break. Quick break for the podcast. But yeah, uh, I feel like I've, I've found a very at least healthy way to uh to get past pornography where like i do i don't want to say jokingly but i do criticize the plot of uh <laughs> porn at this it's point. your critique coming into porn yeah there's i there's I'm, no point in critiquing porn besides i think, it, like I think it's hilarious though to <laughs> yeah, critique it is, porn it is very funny it <laughs> it's is actually funny. fucking funny because it's it's such a bullshit concept. Yeah. That's just some random person's fantasy that wouldn't make any sort of sense in a real world yeah. scenario. It's basically critiquing indie films. That's that's really <laughs> what it is. Just like a college like a college film project. Yeah. And you're, you're watching it. And it's like this is horrible. Porn is actually just a massive meta critique of the entire <laughs> subgenre. Of you ever go into the Pornhub comments? I'm there yeah. reviewing it. <laughs> you have a letterbox account for fucking porn <laughs> videos. <laughs> The, the difference between that though is like people are making those films for the purpose of making a film while the porn videos are like the are you saying there, there's no filmography in porn no but there I, I'm saying there, there are, are cinematic I'm there are some there are. really yeah. good but nobody cares no, the, yeah, nobody the cares artists don't even care about it they're just like I'm here to have sex the, yeah. the, the cameraman are, I'm here to get shots yeah, yeah. it's the only the director who cares like alright I want you to suck him off for three yeah. seconds spin yeah. his eye and then lick his <laughs> ass yeah <laughs> They, and I want you to get three different angles of this. <laughs> yeah, it's like there is artistry when they're when you put it in, but most of the time there isn't because yeah. nobody cares about just, art yeah, and porn. You're necessary. just there to get your your yeah. jack off done. <laughs> yeah, you know what's what's ridiculous? If you go into like the the Japanese adult film uh, industry, it ends up being like these two hour long pornos, and it's just like they're just walking around for an hour doing nothing like absolutely nothing there's nothing erotic about it it's really? just like you're walking around you're like ha ha a little twirl it's like where, where's the fucking going on <laughs> I guess that the would, first date experience and they kind of blur the lines between what is artistic and what is just sexual for the sake yeah. of being sexual yeah it, it is it is kind of interesting seeing a two hour feature length film of like <laughs> Imagine going to a theater, sitting down, and everyone's like just sitting there watching porn. <laughs> I mean, dude, back in um, what's it Aren't called? There literal there's, porn theaters. There's porn yeah. theaters, but then also in uh, oh, what is it? In New York, I think in Times Square, back in like the 80s or 70s or something, there was a place where you could go and you would like put in a dollar or two or something, and you would go to a peephole and watch people fuck through a window. Isn't that that? <laughs> Porn theaters, isn't that how they caught uh, Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I did remember Pee Wee. Uh, he was. What did he do? He was caught jacking off in a in a porn oh, theater. It's like he wasn't even the, the only. Per Here's the thing. 
he wasn't even the only person doing it there. He just was the one ratted yeah. out on media because he's well, famous. yeah, he's I mean, famous. If you're why, why on earth would you ever go to a porn theater? I feel like that is the most I, depraved. I don't know. Shit. I feel like I feel like it's kind of an experience. There's people there for or it's porn. Like, it's one of the things the I might do. I might do once. There's gonna be like, nut on the chair, bro. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> but it's like. Imagine sitting in the fucking IMAX 3D bullshit. It's like <laughs> the glass. You, get, you get your shitty glasses on. You're just watching porn. It's like, wow, this is awful. But what the fuck? It, like, it's such a surreal a experience that I feel like I need to see it. <laughs> That'd be sick. All right. That's been the podcast. Wow. Big was your host, talks. Anthony. Gotta go jack I'm off. Anthony. I'm Anthony. I'm Anthony. And this has been Anthony. <laughs> <laughs>